Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. Welcome in on this rainy Tuesday morning. This is Mike in the morning. Mike in the morning. I wish I could restart, but I'm already live. This is Mike in the morning. I'm Michael Borky. Always glad that you are with me on this rainy uh, all day, really. Just going to be a nasty day outside. Uh, so get some coffee, enjoy yourself, uh, and try to uh, get through this weather. Uh, it's it's just, it sucks. I mean, we've had great 70s. I mean, beautiful weather outside. And really all week we're going to get this crap. So uh, enjoy your day inside. Thank you for tuning in and making this a part of your day. Today we're talking Sweet 16, of course, because that got finalized last night. And, you, you know, you hate to see. You just hate to see LSU go down. Uh, I mean, really, just what a wonderful story they were. And, and to see them lose last night. Just such a shame. So we'll talk about that, but the Big Ten especially. Now, um, they have embarrassed themselves in this tournament. I mean, the mo- the worst performing conference in this tournament, the Pac-12 on the flip side, has been spectacular. But I, I have written down here, like conference power rankings, I don't take baseball into account with this because, like the Big Ten, they don't really care about baseball. It's not something that they put a lot of effort in. So it's not really fair to judge them based on that compared to the SEC. But when you're looking at football and basketball, we really need to rethink how we look at these conferences, especially with the way the Big Ten played, uh, has played in this tournament, and then how they handled the football season. I mean, it's just a disaster right now. Uh, so we'll talk about that, the games last night. Um I think Alabama's got a shot to win the national championship in this deal. Kind of like a reset. Now that we've got 16 teams left, who's got the best shot at winning? All that good stuff is coming up. First, real quick, though, I want to remind you that uh, this is streamed live on YouTube every day. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Michael Borky, hit that subscribe button. Ring the notification bell as well. Uh, I would really appreciate that if you uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, follow me on any social media platform that you can think of. Just search my name. And if you're watching on stream, this is in podcast form. In the iTunes store, search Mike in the Morning. In Spotify, uh, just my name uh, will get you there. And subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and a review. Really glad you guys are with me. Thank you so much for tuning in. And the Sweet 16 is set. So here's what we got. We've got Gonzaga and Creighton. USC looked impressive last night in their win over Kansas. They're facing off Oregon, who dominated Iowa. There's a theme there. Big Ten teams getting dominated. Baylor and Villanova, that basically went to chalk. Uh, Of course, Purdue lost to North Texas, but you got the 1-5 in the Sweet 16 there. Arkansas will take on Oral Roberts, who has been kind of the story of the tournament. Loyola, Chicago, and Oregon State. Syracuse and Houston. Alabama, UCLA, Michigan, and Florida State. That is your Sweet 16. 16. And um, I'll do this first, and then we'll look at the games last night, actually. Uh, the, the Big Ten has embarrassed itself in this tournament. Just absolutely, woefully, if you want to call it underperformed, you can call it that. I think that 
the, the narrative that we've gotten all year long about the Big Ten being the best basketball conference and all that stuff, it's just dead. That, that is absolutely dead. What matters is how you perform in the postseason, and the Big Ten has completely flopped and failed again. The thing is, they did this in football as well. And I have long believed that the Big Ten was the second best Power Five conference in the country. I've believed that for, for years now. I have actually, on statewide radio in Mississippi, I have defended the Big Ten and their teams and their athletes no more. I'm not doing that anymore. Uh, the conference from the top with conference leadership and then to the actual athletic teams themselves, um, they need to be knocked down a handful of pegs. They embarrass themselves in football, and not even just because of the way they handled the canceling the season, not canceling the season thing. Uh, I mean, yes, Ohio State beat Clemson, and that was great. Uh, I mean, that was uh, Justin Fields had one of the gutsiest performances that you can see. Uh, I mean, he was clearly injured, not even close to 100%, and stayed in the game and just threw excellent deep ball after excellent deep ball. And Ohio State beat Clemson in the future number one overall pick. So I'm not ignoring that, but when you look at the way Ohio State matched up with Alabama, and this is the class of the Big Ten, Ohio State didn't have the horses to run with Alabama. And, I mean, I mean, who was the second-best team in the Big Ten? Was it Indiana? I mean, they were the next highest-ranked team in the Big Ten, and Indiana couldn't run with Ole Miss's defense. Yes, Ole Miss, the same team that had the second-worst defense statistically in the history of SEC football. And they had better athletes than Indiana, the second-best team in the Big Ten. I'm just saying that I I can't defend it anymore. I cannot defend the Big Ten in football anymore. I used to. I can't do it anymore. Ohio State gets great, elite-level, five-star players. That's awesome. The rest of the league is not near as good as some people outside of SEC country want to tell you it is. Clearly, it's not. We all watched it with our own eyes. Indiana could not run with Ole Miss. Like I said, the second worst defense in the history of Southeastern Conference football. And they were only second worst by like half a yard per game. Okay, so the worst defense that the SEC's ever seen had better athletes. I mean, almost dominated Indiana's offense. Indiana could not run with Ole Miss. That quick passing game didn't work because Ole Miss had better athletes than them. That is the second best team in the Big Ten and the worst defense in the history of the SEC. I mean, what does the league have right now? They have Ohio State, which is up here. Look, they're going to the playoff. They've won a national championship in the playoff era. They get elite-level players. They're putting players in the NFL. Regardless of what happened in the championship game, Ohio State still is among the elite of the elite. But what do they have after Ohio State? What do they have? Wisconsin? Wisconsin's good for nine Big Ten wins a year. That's it. They're not a title contender. They probably never will be. They don't get the athletes for that. Penn State was a disaster. Uh, Jim Harbaugh can't beat anybody of value at Michigan. He had to rely on Ole Miss transfers to still lose. While at Michigan, the next best team in the Big Ten right now, like I said, is Indiana. Indiana, who could not beat Ole Miss when Ole Miss was playing their backup quarterback in the slot. And Ole Miss was playing a walk-on in the secondary. The Big Ten right now is is a disaster. The way they handled, uh, so the leadership is a disaster. And then uh, I can't compare the two leagues anymore. I used to do it. But nationally, you have people do it. Oh, ESPN is just a bunch of SEC homers. You hear that from media people. 
that that do radio and work in media in Big Ten country. You hear them try to convince themselves that they're on the same level of the SEC. It's it's done. It's over. It's not even close. Football, basketball, it's not even close. The SEC has elevated itself as a basketball league and have performed pretty well in this tournament. Alabama's a national championship contender. And honestly, Arkansas, I mean, I, I love their draw. I mean, I think Arkansas is going to make the Elite Eight. I think there's no doubt that they make the Elite Eight, honestly. I mean, that, that might be a blood bank, Arkansas making the Elite Eight. I also think Alabama, especially with the way they played last night, dominating a Big Ten team, by the way, I think they're going to be in the Elite Eight as well. So the SEC is about to have two basketball teams in the Elite Eight, and then, of course, are, are just flat-out dominated in football. The comparisons are over. It, it's over. I mean, right now, if you're power-ranking the power conferences, um, the SEC is on top. Because, of course, it is. And who would you put second? By the way, you can comment on this. I haven't said that in a while. I haven't solicited comments. But you can actually comment here. Whatever platform you're watching on, whether it's Periscope, Facebook, or YouTube, um, if you drop a comment on this video, uh, I can actually display it on the screen, and, and I'll interact with you. So you guys watch, and the, the numbers of those of you that watch is really, really good. Um, you can actually be a part of this as well. I will see your comments, and I can actually literally display them here on the screen as well. So if you got thoughts, I would love to to hear from you. This isn't just me talking. It's us talking. At least I'd like it to be that way. But, I mean, who would you put after the SEC right now? Although it's a down year, I think my second best overall conference when you look at football and basketball, the money sports combined? I mean, is it the ACC or is it the Big 12? It's not the Big 10 anymore. (laughs) Not even close. Uh, I would give the edge to the ACC because they do have Clemson. And then the basketball component, even though, again, it was a really down year. Duke's not here. North Carolina's not here. But still. Um, And then the Big 12, because when you talk about football ability, Oklahoma's always there. Oklahoma State has been traditionally good lately. Um, I don't know. I, I think the Big Ten might have fallen to the fourth out of five power conferences. And regardless of how good the Pac-12 has been this tournament in basketball, uh, the football is just such a disaster that I still keep them at the bottom. But I, I, I'm not having the conversation anymore. There, there are people. There are people in SEC country that believe that ESPN or whatever has oversaturated the SEC. That, oh, it's uh, they only hype it up because they have TV partnerships, as if ESPN and ABC also don't air Big Ten games. But uh, you have people that say that and believe it and actually think that, and they're insane. Um, no, they get it because they are the best, and this tournament has proven it. The tournament just flat out proven it. Scores from yesterday, like I said, Oregon dominated Iowa. Uh, Gonzaga looks like a national championship winning team. Uh, I am low-key kind of rooting for it. I'm a big fan of witnessing sports history. That's something that's attractive to me. Like, I've got a buddy that wants Gonzaga to lose because I don't want a team to go undefeated. Well, I do. I think that would be be cool if Gonzaga ran the table and did not lose at all. I'm kind of secretly rooting for that. On top of the fact that I picked Oklahoma to win uh, in, in our our bracket pool, uh, or excuse me, I picked Gonzaga to win in our bracket pool. Um, 
I would like to see that history. I want to see a team run the table and go undefeated, and Gonzaga looks absolutely capable of doing just that. UCLA dominated Abilene Christian yesterday. This is what happens in every tournament. It's like clockwork. Um, We get the upsets, and we had the upsets, a lot of them, uh, more than usual. I mean, North Texas and and Ohio University and Oral Roberts and Abilene Christian and Loyola Chicago, which really shouldn't be looked at uh, as an upset because that team is well-coached, and they play really, 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 really good basketball. Um, We've seen more upsets in the first couple rounds than we've really ever seen, but look at what's happening here. The Cinderella's don't have enough in the tank, and they start falling off. This is what happens. It happens every single year. You get these early upsets, and by the time the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight rolls around, the higher-seeded teams, they kind of filter themselves out. That's why you could literally cut every tournament field in half and never eliminate a national champion. Seriously, you can cut every NCAA tournament field in half and never eliminate one national champion. It's starting to happen. And it happened with Abilene Christian over UCLA last night. They were a great story. I I love the upsets, but they're starting to filter themselves out. Same thing with Ohio U. They lost to Creighton last night, just didn't have enough horses. Just not enough, not enough in the tank. The only program that is not embarrassing the Big Ten right now is Michigan. That's it. It's just Michigan, and they beat LSU last night. And, um, I mean, I made the joke on Twitter, as did most everybody else uh, make the, I said, um, that was a, forgive my language, that was a strong-ass performance uh, from Michigan last night. Um, what's going to be hilarious, because I do think that the NCAA is going to do something to LSU. I, I actually truly do believe that. I think it's taken way too long. I think it's an embarrassment that Will Wade is still coaching at LSU, all things considered. But I actually truly do believe that something is going to happen to that program. Uh, I do. Uh, The NCAA is actually uh, hearing that case, and they're combining football and basketball. I think it might get ugly for them. Football implemented a postseason ban for a reason. It's coming. So imagine if, um, if that actually does happen, within a year, and LSU is going to have its basketball coach, like I've said a thousand times, and I'll say it again, um, have a coach get caught on a federal wiretap discussing, quote, a strong-ass offer he gave to a guy that's currently starting on his team and compared it to other offers he gave other guys that were better players. Uh, He even mentioned the NBA league minimum. They're going to get caught in that scandal in that scandal, and and have that happen to them. And the end result is going to be one Sweet 16. One Sweet 16 is going to be the end result of that. (laughs) It's funny to me. I, I think it's absolutely hilarious that that is, if my prediction is right, if LSU actually does get hit by the NCAA, and I think that's going to happen, they will only have gotten one trip to the Sweet 16. Talk about not getting a return on your investment. You just, you hate to see it. Yeah. You, you hate to see LSU fail. Just couldn't happen to a, to a better place um, than that one. Just couldn't happen to a better place. Elsewhere last night, uh, Florida State beat up on Colorado. 
and then Alabama just absolutely smoked Maryland. I think Alabama's a national championship contender. And aside the fact from they're a two seed, I mean, they I believe they actually have a legit chance at winning this thing. Um, the three-point shooting is exceptional. I mean, they were really hot last night, but it's not just like that they were hot last night, but they create good looks. Like the three-point shooting in Alabama is not some kind of fluky deal where they just get a bunch of guys that jack up shots. They're, they're getting and generating really good looks. I mean, if you look at um, the stats last night, Alabama shot 48.5% from three. Now, that's an incredible night for an NBA team. They're probably not going to shoot 48.5% for the rest of the tournament. But they shoot at a high percentage because they get really good looks. It's much easier to make a bunch of threes when they're open threes or good looks in rhythm, not rushed within the confines of the offense. And that's what Alabama does. They're a good three-point shooting team because they get good looks from three. And I think that'll carry on in this tournament. And I think they're going to beat UCLA. And I think they can absolutely beat Michigan. I I think Alabama is a legit national title contender. And like I said on the radio on Friday, um, Alabama being a legit national title contender proves to all of us that the sports gods hate us and they want us to be miserable. (laughs) That's just the truth. If you think the sports gods like you or respect you or are kind to you, they're not, unless you're an Alabama fan. Because them being good at basketball is not fair to the rest of us. But they're really good. They're really well coached. Their three-point shooting is not a fluke. They get good looks. It's within the offense. And it's kind of an NBA-style offense um, because they do shoot a high percentage of of three-point shots. But they're really good looks, and they make them. Because they're good looks. I love watching them play. Excuse me. I love watching them play. Um, It's a fun brand of basketball for sure. Um, It's fast. A lot of outside shots. I like it. I enjoy watching Alabama play. I think they have a legit shot at it. And then USC dominated Kansas last night. That was an impressive performance. Like, I know the Pac-12 has been good. And so you kind of should have expected that. And Kansas has been dealing with a lot, but I didn't expect that. I don't know if you guys did. I did not expect Southern Cal to be that, that dominant over Kansas last night. When you look at the Sweet 16, so I have narrowed it down. I think that there are, of the 16 teams left, I think Gonzaga, USC, Baylor, probably Oregon, Arkansas, Michigan, Alabama, and Houston can win the national championship. I think those teams are all playing well enough and complete enough to win a national championship. Uh, I don't think Oral Roberts has it. I think Arkansas is going to dominate them here coming up uh, in about four days from now. I love Loyola Chicago. I think their offense is, is just a joy, just an absolute pleasure to watch them conduct their offense. I told you that yesterday. They don't have the horses, to me, um, to to win a national championship. Can they go to the Final Four? Absolutely. And, you know, that's kind of an oxymoron. If you make the Final Four, you can win a championship. I don't think that they are one of them. I, I love the way they play. I think they can make a Final Four. I don't think they can win a national championship. Just told you about Alabama. I, I think Michigan also um, falls into that category, even though the Big Ten has been an absolute embarrassment 
last night and my pick Gonzaga, I still think those guys are um, are the gold standard. And uh, I think I think they're going to win. That's still the favorite. That was the favorite going in, and there has been nothing about the way this tournament has been played that tells me that anything different is going to happen. So we've got that to look forward to. the The next games don't start until Saturday, which is I think that's crazy. I don't, I don't like this new format at, at all. I don't like this new format at all. The fact that we have to wait until Saturday again to get more games, it just that doesn't make sense to me at all. But here we are. So uh, Saturday, your four games are Oregon State, Loyola, Chicago, Villanova, Baylor, Oral Roberts, Arkansas, Syracuse, and Houston. Those are your four games on Saturday. Uh, real quick, uh, I'll spend more time later on baseball. Uh, I just wanted to do a tournament thing today. Um. I want Mississippi State to beat Arkansas into the ground this weekend. It's going to be a, a, I mean, a hell of a series. I can't wait to watch Mississippi State and Arkansas. I can't wait to watch it. Um, you're asking final score between Michigan and Florida State. Hmm. Get back to me on Friday, and and I'll I'll put a score prediction. I kind of am leaning Florida State on that one though. But we'll see. I'll make those picks later on. I want Miss. I will talk about this series later. I want Mississippi State to beat Arkansas into the ground. There is something, and it's not anything the team has done. It's not anything that Dave Van Horn has done. But my goodness, the the way that Arkansas fans and media talk about their baseball team and then talk about other baseball teams is so frustrating to me. Um, it's like they're not allowed to have fun. It's crazy. The way the the arrogance, the whatever you want to call it, surrounding teams that enjoy themselves playing baseball, Arkansas people are, are just a disaster. They they drive me up a wall. And I want Mississippi State to beat them into the ground for three games. That's what I want. And uh, we'll talk about that series later on, though. For now, that is it for for me. Although. Um, we'll spend a lot of time uh, tomorrow on the baseball series coming up. Spring practice starts today uh, in Oxford. I know Mississippi State's already been at it, uh, so we'll do uh, some of that as well. Uh, more storylines that I can find out of spring practice, uh, I will bring those to you as well because we actually have one uh, this year, which is pretty, pretty great. But, yes, I want Mississippi State to beat Arkansas into the ground. I want them to sweep, and I, I wish there was a run rule in SEC weekends, and I wish every game was 15 to nothing. Um, those people need to be humbled and I don't think it'll work, but it needs to happen. So we'll talk about that series. It's going to be awesome. Just um, big crowds, great baseball. Arkansas is a really good team. Mississippi state pitches the heck out of it. I can't wait for this weekend. Um, but more on that later for now, I'm going to hang it up. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just my name right there. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Thank you for watching. Again, this is live every morning, 8, 8.15 or so, every single morning for you. So thank you for tuning in. Stay dry out there. Got rain coming all day long. And uh, I will talk to you, you guys again tomorrow morning.
Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.